0: Hi Kirby. Hi Sarah.
1: Welcome <laughs> to Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Welcome Glamgelinos. We
1: hope you stay a while.
0: <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices please. I have a lot of things, but in terms of pop culture, I have two things. Taylor Swift, that girl is getting good sex. I'm telling you right now, that girl is having the sex of her life. She's never had sex this good in her life. And I'm not saying that to be crass. I'm saying that because that girl looks happy. She looks hot. She is in her hot girl era. She is boobs out. She got spray tan or Sally Hansen airbrush legs on. She got a tan (laughs) leg and a pale face and the boobs out holding hands with her man, holding hands in public with a six foot four, 250 pound hunk of man athlete like, you know, that they are having amazing sexual relations. I mean, I'd hope so. I'd hope so. If they're not great, like, fine, make them wait. But <laughs> if, if they are also great, very excited for them. Taylor is a grown adult. She is a grown adult woman. And I don't like to speculate about people's sex lives, but I just want her to be happy. We'll just say that if they are, we hope it's great. It looks like it probably is. Did you see the video (laughs) of him helping her out of the car?
1: Yes. What a gentleman. Mama Kelsey really raised her boys right.
0: The touch of the waist. Yeah. Sent chills down my body. I was literally like. It's giving, like, the Beast and Belle, like, you know, Disney
1: princesses. Like, the princes were always huge. They'd, like, pick them up by their waist in the palm of their hand. It's like that.
0: Okay, I've always found Beast to be the sexiest prince. The real-life one with the red long hair. Yeah. So this is, like, tracking for me. This is why I'm so into it. Literally, I'm like, sir. When he casually tells the bodyguard, like, it's okay, I got this. Opens the door, grabs her, does the little switcheroo, touches her on the waist. I'm like, oh, you know electric i just felt the shock through my body i was so excited what do we think the longevity is this is how i feel i feel like there was the kim and pete era kim got her mojo back with this man that was like nothing like her ex-husband or any guy she has ever dated period he was like funny Mm -hmm. and kind of like dorky but also hot and they probably had great sex and she's just like being a little hoe By the fire. Remember
1: that episode where she was like, Grandma MJ told me to like have sex by the fire. (laughs) Grandma MJ. Yeah, I know. Grandma MJ. Matron saint of the sexy (laughs) family over there. Wow. They're doing something right. I know. She's all quiet and innocent, but she wasn't always. So you think that Taylor's just getting her mojo back. And then when they're both have gotten what they needed to have gotten out of the relationship, they're done.
0: I just don't think we need to be shipping a grown woman in her early 30s and saying this is end game. Yeah. Like let's let her have some sex and just have fun. Yeah. And enjoy herself. If that's it, if he is the one, I support it. A lot of people are like this is giving me Posh and Beck's American style. Totally. I can tell you right now every football wife is crying in a corner that Taylor Swift is the new lead wag. In the football world, you can't compete with that. Tom Brady and Giselle. Giselle was number one wag. And she said, F this, I'm out of (laughs) here. And I think Brittany Holmes thought she was on the up and up. She was like, damn. But you know what? She gets to be besties with Taylor Swift. So i take that. Totally. I I mean, can Patrick get in the NFL now? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, can you audition for that? Like, let's figure that out. Also, I'm very excited
1: for Usher for the Super Bowl. Like, I will enjoy that performance. Absolutely. But I feel like Taylor Swift needed to have the halftime show. I know she's a little young and like the discography, but I feel like it would have been so, I mean, especially now. Can you imagine?
0: I mean, she's doing an Eras tour, Sarah. She has more than enough material, but you don't get paid for that. You don't get paid for that? Taylor Swift is not doing anything. For zero dollars and zero cents. She does not need the publicity. But it could lift up everyone's spirits. Remember when <laughs> everyone was like, oh, it's going to be in sync, Destiny's Child and like Backstreet Boys or something. And I'm like, friends, I hate to break it to you, but Beyonce is not sharing a stage with anybody. Maybe Destiny's Child, but they already been there and done that. She doesn't need to do another Super Bowl. Right. She's got it. Like, she's fine. She is fine. She's done it. Maybe in like 20 years, she's doing like a end of career moment retrospective. Great. Literally, Taylor Swift just shows up to a football game and the Kansas City Chiefs are now like the most in-demand jersey. People are watching football to see her. I saw someone tweet something. Can we still say that?
1: Tweet something. Yeah. Even though it's called X. They were like, I wish Taylor Swift would date a climate activist. (laughs)
0: Oh, I saw Olivia Wilde post that and I saw her get dragged to filth. But I understood what she was saying, because she was just saying, like, just like the power of supporting that climate change is a thing. You know what I mean? Not like I wish that she would, you know, date somebody, whatever. You know, it's like. No, no, not that. We're just addressing
1: that Taylor Swift holds a lot of power and influence. And so if she decides to partake in the next election somehow she could convince a lot of young voters to get out of the house with merch or something
0: also the merch needs an upgrade i'm sorry out of all of the artists that i love Taylor, your merch we need to fix it i want
1: cute merch i know i just got some really good beyonce merch like a little tank top that says cozy oh cute i know yeah so she really needs to step up her game taylor But again, doesn't really need to if she doesn't want to.
0: (laughs) Okay, can I talk about my other thing real quick before we get into this beauty extravaganza? I am pleading to every publication that covers celebrity news. We cannot take one more piece of information about Jada, Pinkett, and Will Smith. We can't. I don't want to know that Tupac also suffered From alopecia. Is this all coming from her interview with Hoda? This is coming from a memoir that she wrote. Oh, uh, from the memoir. Okay. And that's why this is all happening. Like the children in the comments are like, write a book. I'm like, she did. She did. And that's why we're hearing about all this. But it is insane. Every single day, a new revelation. The fact that they haven't even been together since. Calling each other husband and wife since 2016. And he slapped Chris Rock and said, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. I have questions, Willard Smith. I have many of them now. He hasn't said anything, right? No, he posted a video saying notifications off. But then she's back again. So they did like a sit down interview, her and Hoda. She asked this question. and It goes viral. She's back on the show today, live. And Hoda's like, okay, we clearly sparked some controversy here. Jada says that she and Will are working to get back together. And so they're going to not have separate lives anymore. And they're working to try. And I'm like, just get a divorce. Be real. Or like uh, work on it and then give us the
1: update in like six months to a year. We don't need the, the two week update.
0: Right. You wrote about it in this book. I don't know how you come back from some of this stuff. Like radical transparency is great until it's not. You know what I mean? Oh, I can't wait to hear what other tidbits are from her memoir. Jada, Jada, girl, I don't want to hear anymore. Like every day I woke up, I was like, we will not see God because of this (laughs) news cycle. It was like Tupac also suffered from alopecia, according to Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm like, oh my God enough is enough. (laughs) Leave Tupac out of this. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Tupac's like, please, please. No one wants to know. I've only been like seeing you, your Instagram stories. So I need to.
0: (laughs) My Instagram stories are literally like file for divorce. (laughs) If there is a will, there is a way to divorce. Yeah. We got to see what Will has to say about it all. Will's like got his own little boo thing. I don't know. I mean, this is the most bizarre the news cycle of the past three weeks, I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm trying to stay off the internet as much as possible. But um, here we are. Here we are. Kirby, we
1: have both gotten back from some trips. Yours a little further than mine. <laughs> just a
0: little. How was <laughs> yours?
1: Mine was actually really lovely. So I was in Palm Springs with Hermes Beauty. And it was... First of all, a huge, huge trip. I think there were like 100 people. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. So like editors and influencers? Yes. So editors, like all the beauty directors from New York, and then influencers from both New York and L.A. So they had chartered like a, not just a private jet, but like a plane, like a big plane to fly all these people out from New York. And then they provided transportation for everyone like black car to Palm Springs extremely generous we all stayed at the Parker Palm Springs which is like the most beautiful hotel in Palm Springs and it was for a new launch called Le Regard, which is their entry into like eyeshadow palettes so like really really beautiful I think there's like six different eyeshadow palettes they also have colored mascaras which are really beautiful. Unfortunately, obviously, I didn't get to try it because I'm addicted to extensions. (laughs) And then like a really beautiful brush set. So they had dinners, activations at the hotel. And then the second night, they did this big like experiential moment in Joshua Tree. So it was like in the middle of the desert. And then they had like, it's called the Invisible House, which is basically like a house that has like really giant windows, like mirror. You could see you know, through, it's just like the desert. And Gregory Purpolis, I can't pronounce his last name. Purpolis, he's Greek. A beautiful man. He is the creative director of Hermes Beauty. And he led like a masterclass. He taught us how to use the palette on these like insanely gorgeous models. I was sitting next to Maya Allen and I was like, are these women robots? I'm like, (laughs) not quite sure if they're AI or not. They're like, Too stunning. And then, you know, they were like walking like, you know, models. So, like, they looked not real and got to catch up with a lot of people, a lot of editors. And it was a really beautiful, beautiful launch, but like just astounding how many people came out.
0: Do you have a favorite product so far? I really
1: like the eyeshadow palette. There's one, I don't know what the name of it is, but it's just like, you know, me. Same with you Kirby. We love like the neutrals, the browns. There's like a shimmer. There's like one bold color. It's just really nice because I don't really like to travel with like huge eyeshadow palettes anymore. I don't think a lot of people do. And so it's just nice to have the little compact. It's a really beautiful, has you know like a white top and then has like the gold Hermès logo. And then the brushes are really really beautiful too. People said they really liked the mascaras as well. It'll be a really beautiful like Gift this holiday. Like, imagine if you opened up and you were like the Hermes brush set. Totally. Oh my god. So gorgeous. We've talked about this before on the pod. Where like, if you give like Chanel, Dior, Hermes, like it comes in the same box and packaging. So it's like, imagine this gorgeous orange box, and then yes. you open it. Yeah. Like so stunning. So if there's someone special, like a a, a beauty lover in your life, you want to treat. Treat them with this. It's really, really pretty.
0: I got my first Hermes send lipsticks. I was extremely gracious. I was like, when am I getting on this press list? So I was very excited. I have not tried them yet, but they were gorgeous. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see them on you. They were like the darker fall colors. Yes. So I cannot wait to try them out. I got them right before I left for my trip to Berlin. It's like Carmen San Diego. Where in the
1: world is Kirby Johnson?
0: Kirby San Diego. <laughs> so, yeah, I was in Berlin with Cetaphil. I have been working with them for the past couple of months, and they have me interview dermatologists at these big dermatology congresses across the world. So that's what I was doing in Singapore in July. That was the World Congress of Dermatology. I think fourteen thousand dermatologists came to that. It was insane. Yeah. This was in Berlin and it was the EADV, the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. Venereology. I know. So they had me come and do the same thing. They have a series called Come Clean. And I basically spend all day interviewing these dermatologists, asking them questions like, What ingredients are you most excited for for 2024? What's the best way to relieve dry, itchy skin? How do you know if you have sensitive skin? What part of your skincare routine should you save on and what should you splurge on? And it was really fascinating because a lot of the responses to these questions, even though I was interviewing people from India and Dubai and Tanzania and Asia and like all these different places, they... Had very similar responses. So there's like going to be several videos that you can see on the Cetaphil brand account, but it was awesome. So I flew into Berlin. There's no direct flight from LA. So I left at seven o'clock in the morning on Tuesday in LA and I arrived at seven o'clock in the morning in Berlin on Wednesday. Time traveling. Time traveling. We had the Congress on Thursday and Friday. We had some amazing food. We went to this place called Locale the first night, which was awesome and really delicious. We went to a place called Crackers. If you're in Berlin, I highly recommend it. It was like the most beautiful and delicious food, and the, the aesthetic was gorgeous. And one thing that happened while I was on this trip was I actually got a microneedling treatment the Saturday before I went. Mm-hmm. I was asked if I wanted to get microneedled and I was like, yes. And it was for the brand Biopel. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were like, come in, go see Celeste Rodriguez, who is a celebrity esthetician. She's studied under plastic surgeons and a lot of plastic surgeons send their clients to her pre and post-op to like get their skin to a good place. But she did this microneedling treatment and the whole thing was that We were using this. It's called Tensage serum. Okay. And it includes growth factors in it. And she used that on my skin while she was microneedling me. And then afterwards, the whole thing was you put this on for the next seven or 10 days to help speed up the healing process within your skin. And she put it on me after the treatment. And literally, like I was like posting for people, like my redness was gone, like immediately. It was crazy. Usually when I get microneedled, it's a, a solid 24 to 36 hours where I look kind of like wind or even sunburned in a way. It feels like kind of like sandpapery. Yeah. And like there's like a extreme texture to the skin, too. Yeah. And I looked crazy walking out of that place. I was like, this is nuts. And I was taking video of it to show everybody. And then literally an hour later, I was like, this is bonkers. So I was able to go to dinner that night with Patrick and like do a little makeup and looked great. And then literally when I was in Berlin, I didn't pack a ton of skincare. I just, you know, obviously had like my cleansers that I needed, my sunscreens and my moisturizers, and then used this little, it's like a little vial of this serum and you you crack it with your fingers and then it releases the product and you just put it all over your face it gives you the perfect amount for your face and your neck and I had maybe a little bit of dead skin that was like starting to exfoliate off my nose and like my chin area but I was in full makeup that week and it didn't look crazy it didn't look like oh she has skin coming off she has like dry skin here and there I was so so pleased with the results so oh amazing You've done the PRP with microneedling, right? Yes,
1: yes, yeah. And then I've done microneedling like one other time before that. It's definitely not something that I would personally like to do often, but I do, I'm always like really thrilled with the results after. And I think it's especially helpful if you have like any texture on your skin, like you really need to look into like going to get a professional microneedling treatment because it really is just like so helpful.
0: Okay, not to say that you guys should be buying our merch, which you definitely should, but if you have bought our merch, you probably know it's pretty easy. Couldn't be easier. Truly. And that is because we use Shopify, and we love Shopify because it makes it easy to purchase products, not just sell them, but as somebody who often buys things online, I love that when I log on somewhere, maybe Skims or something, (laughs) you... Go to check out, And it's like, boop, all my stuff's in there. No need to pull out my credit card or my wallet. Just fill out the little code that comes to you and then you're on your way.
1: And for entrepreneurs out there, Shopify couldn't make it easier for you to sell your stuff. It makes it easy to accept payments. You manage your orders. You're building the relationships with your customers. It literally has everything you need to sell in person, but also everything you need to sell online.
0: If you're ever wondering ease of use, like why it's so easy for you to check out certain places, it's likely because it is a Shopify website and it helps you to drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. We probably could do a little bit more of that, to be honest. So uh, here's your PSA to go buy some Los Angeles merch. There's literally Shopify built in plugins for Instagram. Wow, Did you know that? That's amazing. We're not doing enough.
1: We're living in the future.
0: We we have all of this at our service and we are not utilizing it. So sorry, Shopify. But now that they are proud sponsors of Los Angeles, we will be integrating that into our merch situation. Yes,
1: we will. If you are interested in checking out Shopify, we've got a little deal for you. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Los angeles that's all lowercase so just go to shopify.com slash gloss angeles to take your retail business to the next level
0: today that is shopify.com slash angeles totally and i think now There's so many different options with microneedling, different devices that you can use. Make sure, obviously, you go to someone who knows what they're doing and knows how to do it on your particular skin tone. Yep. And also, if you're extremely acneic, this maybe is not the the treatment for you right now. You want to get that taken care of and then go in and, like, help with texture and, and scarring and things of that nature. But literally, after doing it with Celeste, it reminded me that I need to go in, like, once a month. Oh, once a month? I literally was like, how often should I come back and see you? And she was like, maybe like every month or every six weeks. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I was thinking of like quarterly at most. But I think like, yeah,
1: you're right. I think people do do it that often.
0: They do. Well, okay. funny story. I'm looking at Celeste's Instagram, which is Celeste Rodriguez Beverly Hills. One of her clients, Jada Pinkett Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Who else does she have? I feel like you're going to like this. Savannah James. Oh, our fellow Capricorn. Yeah. And by the way, do you know that she's coming out with, I think, a skincare line? No. I saw somebody. Was it a lore? Okay, this
1: is what I have to say about that. I mean, I will support her and the James family always, but I feel like she was the example of like the wag that didn't need to have to like do anything. She was just enjoying like fame and money in like privacy, you know?
0: You meant that LeBron is a Capricorn. Oh,
1: sorry. That's what I meant. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. She's a, she's a Virgo? I can't remember. Yes, yes. that's what it
0: is. Lots of earth energy over there. Okay. So this is what Allure posted. This is September 8th. Everyone's favorite basketball wife and beauty's next founder, Savannah James, gives us a tour of her very extra beauty space. Have you seen this video? Yes. This video is incredible. I need to like watch the video again, but I can't remember if it's going to be skincare or makeup, but she's literally stunning. She's so stunning. I really just want to go to her house. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding? Film an episode in her bathroom. (laughs) Yes, let's do that. Invite us. Savannah, as two Capricorns, we know you love a Capricorn, girl. We know you love a Capricorn. Let us come over. We will be nice and we won't cause too much ruckus over there, but we will have fun. We will have fun. Did you have any time to
1: like go to any of the like drugstores or beauty stores while you were in Berlin? Because like, you know, when we travel, like, I love looking at the people and being like, what's the vibe? Like, what kind of like makeup aesthetic are they into?
0: That's a good question. Berlin is so cool. I felt like they have incredible street style there. So more than anything, I noticed how they wore their clothes and what they wore. Like, I had to take a flight from Berlin to Amsterdam. There was a girl sitting next to me and she and her partner that she was with just had like the most cool aesthetic. It was like these boots and she was wearing a skirt with tights, but then she had on like a hoodie and then a trench coat on top of that with like a cute little like hat on top. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, it's literally like a 5 a.m. flight and you are yeah. so stylish this morning, but like no makeup on, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So I didn't really see a ton of makeup being worn there. But then again, I wasn't really looking. The other thing, too, is I was asking people, like, where should I go beauty shopping? And I felt like it wasn't as I didn't get as many responses as I did when I was in Singapore or in London and obviously Paris. But like, everyone was like, did you get the Nivea cream when you were in Germany? And I was like, no, because I got the Nivea cream when I was in Singapore. Actually, there was so much signage for Eucerin. Oh, okay, Because... Eucerin, I believe, is based there. So a lot of signage around, especially during this, you know, Dermatology Congress, like really promoting Eucerin. And of course, I do love a Eucerin sunscreen that's not from here in the United States. But I'm literally, I wish you could see my desk right next to me. It's like my little horde of international beauty oh my purchases. Like, I picked up this in the Amsterdam airport. Oh. It's called Zwitzal. Zwitsal. Zwitzel body lotion and it has a little baby on it so I'm like oh it's for babies but I like the packaging so I bought it and then Cetaphil gave me a ton of stuff I'm like oh this is crazy so everything is in German yeah I was like trying to read it but I obviously can't because everything's in German (laughs) but it says Cetaphil Pro oh so they have like a whole pro range They gave me a sample of um, a product that Galderma, because, you know, Galderma owns Mm -hmm. Cetaphil. They gave me a product that I am, the name escapes me, but it's a new sunscreen that they're launching. And it is like an SPF, I think, 50 UVA, UVB protection, but it's meant for specifically after treatments. And... I had been literally just talking to the team because they were like, what do you think is going to be big in 2024? And I was like, I feel like post-surgery and post-treatment products, like products specifically made for that. Not like, okay, you can use this. It's like, no, this is made for after microneedling or this is made for after your facelift or whatever, your blepharoplasty, whatever. So I found that really fascinating.
1: Ooh, that's really smart. We're going to have to do our end of year trend cast for 2024.
0: Yeah. Trendcast. Also, I feel like for end of year, we need to figure out how to do a giveaway with just like a $1,000 worth of minis for the children. Oh, my God. And that's how we'll get Gen Z to listen to the pod. We will lock them in. We're locked and loaded. We just need the minis. After we talked about this on the pod, how the kids are obsessed with drunk elephant and stuff like that, we posted about it on Instagram huge, 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 huge response. And people were responding to me going, oh, yeah, Sol de Janeiro. Like, Sarah, somebody told me that their six-year-old goddaughter was like begging her for drunk elephant.
1: That's so crazy. No.
0: Six? Six. I know. I'm like, this is crazy. And it's because they see it on TikTok. Oh, my God. What is a six-year-old (laughs) on TikTok? Well,
1: I also think it's like because they're probably watching their moms or, you know, other people in the house. Uh, Zoe and I, she had a breakdown this morning because she wanted to put makeup on before school. I was like, here's a beauty blender. Just, you know, go like that. She's like, no, because she knows it's not real. And I was like, oh, my God. What did she want to wear? I was putting on the Monica Blender Blender cover. (laughs) She was like, I want
0: some of that. She's like, Mom, I want a face beat for Christmas.
1: Yeah. I'm just like, God, what do I do? What do we do? We can't do anything. They're, they're already going. They're just
0: going. They're using Trunk Elephant. They smell like Sol de Janeiro. What can we do? I know. What can we do? You know, when I was younger, my grandmother used to always have these little tiny lipsticks. Oh, yes. And they were from Estee Lauder mm-hmm. and they were like the little tiny sample size. I remember like one time I got in trouble because I took one and I drew on the wall and then I drew on myself and I drew all over my face and I came out and was like, I'm so pretty. And my mom was like, we have a problem. <laughs> she was like, do not do that. But I remember like at a very young age, I mean, I must've been three Zoe's age thinking like, this yeah. is making me pretty, you know? And I just like, didn't know, I didn't know how to apply it, but it was like, I was wearing it. So I was instantly gorgeous, you know? So maybe we like get her a little lip balm that's like clear so she feels,
1: I know, but she wants the color. That's the fun part, right? So there is a brand called Ever Eden. And when they first launched, it was, I think, primarily just like baby care. Like it was like creams, lotions, body wash. Then they branched out into like, they make these like little crayons, like almost like lipper eye crayons. And I made the mistake of giving Zoe one that was sent to me. And like, it is her favorite thing ever. And like the other day Matt came in and he was like, what happened to you? And I had like, pink just all over this cheek all over my forehead it was like on my arm she had just like gone to town and i was like i can't fight her anymore i'm just going to let her like i'm just just do it to me like i don't care she just like <laughs> wanted to like do makeup on me it's just fun it's fun for them you know it's fun they get to pretend they get to like it's like paint then with the skincare stuff it's yeah they see their moms or these people on social media and they're like this looks fun totally everything's in cute packaging i mean we talked about it
0: totally Okay, so we've had our travels. We talked about pop culture. We talked about the tweens. We talked about the tweens. And I found this really interesting. So this is kind of a, it's like a month old story, but it says Clear Blue introduces first at-home menopause stage indicator. And this is from Global Cosmetic Industry. It says Clear Blue has expanded into the menopause market with its menopause stage indicator. The first product that combines a woman's urine FSH measurements with her age and cycle history to indicate her likely menopause stage per the company. The Clear Blue Menopause Stage Indicator stores results on the app menopause stage, Clear Blue Me. The app, determines the likely menopause stage by combining the results of the five urine FSH tests with cycle history and age per the company. The app also allows women to track symptoms and cycles and offers educational content and articles covering a range of topics from understanding the different stages of menopause to managing symptoms and helping prepare for a doctor's visit per the company. (laughs) And it says, Heather Hirsch, MD, menopause expert commented, The menopause transition can lead to an array of different and frustrating symptoms that can make women feel confused. But having a diary log of symptoms, cycle history and results from the FSH test will certainly help clinicians make a more accurate diagnosis and start the dialogue of safe and available treatment options if appropriate. Wow. I have mixed feelings about this in a way. To me, I'm like, if you're able to kind of track things like this at home early on, because I feel like, you know how you and I are always talking about like, Hormones, and we're like, should we go get our hormones tested? Yeah. Should we figure out what's going on? There's just so many roadblocks to getting to that point. If it was as easy as picking up a pregnancy test and kind of getting an indicator, maybe it's not totally accurate, but kind of seeing where you're at. I love that.
1: I honestly had no idea that we had the technology to do that. That's amazing. Cause I feel like there are so many women who are just like in limbo and they're like, Am I going through menopause or am I just like having a hot flash or what's going on with me? Also, I can't believe that we have to go through menopause after
0: everything. After it all. All of that. It's just really unfair. I I fully agree. It's only $20, $25 in some markets, $30 in others. The New York Times has a story that came out earlier this month. Can a new at-home test tell if you're in menopause? The maker says that the test can clear the confusion. Doctors aren't so sure. Okay. That was going to be the other side of it for me. It's kind of like modern fertility. I remember when modern fertility reached out to me to send me a test and I tried it. I honestly could not get enough blood from my pinprick and it was just like a very frustrating process. And so many people were like, this is not accurate. This is not going to be accurate. And I didn't really honestly look into it because I had such a problem initially trying to get, you know, the blood sample. But as with anything at home, like even a pregnancy test can like even a COVID test can say you're negative at home, but you still have COVID. You know what I mean? Right, right. We're moving in the right direction, though. We are. Yes, I like this idea. I think this is like actually pretty brilliant. The New York Times story says, is it useful? The most useful way to tell how close you are to menopause is really looking at menstrual cycle history, Dr. Santoro said. When a woman is over 47 and she's gone more than 60 days without a period and she was regular before, it is highly likely that she'll be done with menopause within a few years. And there's a doctor, Dr. Kapoor. It says that when patients ask for blood work and FSH tests, I am more often talking them out of it than recommending it, she said, because if a woman's cycle history suggests she might be menopausal, no matter what the FSH results say, symptom management options such as hormone therapy don't change. You know, it says the test is not at all intended to replace the care that you would have with a doctor. Of course, it's not like,
1: duh. That's like taking a pregnancy test and then it being positive and you're like, "Okay, I'll take care of it.
0: (laughs) You got to go see your doctor. But I do like this. I think it's really fascinating. So World Menopause Day is October 18th, which is tomorrow. So what a timely little news story that we found. Love that. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about menopause in the past. We had a chat with Dr. Zenobia a few years ago. Sarah, I think it was 2020 at this point. Yeah. We need to do another menopause episode. Yeah, we do. Because we you were on mat leave. So we did an episode with Dr. Zenobia on kind of like the skin changes you experience. And then I had uh, my OGOB, Dr. Varky on to talk about what we're experiencing hormonally and things like that. So we should do another menopause episode because I am super curious because I know, I, I know some people, Sarah, right now that are going through menopause and they're in their early 40s. Yeah,
1: like perimenopause, totally. Especially with all of the new brands that are coming out, specifically targeting women who are experiencing menopause. I feel like, yeah, we absolutely should. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with
0: another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group.
1: Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelispod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on
0: all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms.